we think that overall that there needs to be much more top leadership attention to these high-risk areas. Hi, and welcome to GAO's Watchdog Report, your source for news and information from the U.S. Government Accountability Office, celebrating 100 years of fact-based, nonpartisan government oversight. I'm Holly Hobbs. Every two years, with the arrival of a new Congress, GAO issues updates to our high-risk list, highlighting some areas of government that are particularly at risk of waste, fraud, abuse, mismanagement, or in need of broad-based transformation. Today we talk with Chris Mim, an expert on government operations and the managing director of our strategic issues team, about our 2021 high-risk update. Thank you for joining me, Chris. My pleasure. Glad to be here. So, Chris, COVID-19 has had a big impact on government operations. Were there any areas added to our high-risk list as a result? Yes, one. Uh, Emergency loans for small businesses was added to the list. Now, the Small Business Administration, SBA, provided hundreds of billions of dollars in in loans and advances to help small businesses recover from the economic impacts of COVID-19. These loans were a big benefit to many small businesses, but the evidence of fraud and significant program integrity risks need much greater attention and oversight and management focus, and that's what got that on the high-risk list. Were there any other areas that we added this year? There was one other area, and that's uh, dealing with uh, drug misuse, specifically the national efforts to prevent and respond to and recover from drug misuse. National rates of drug misuse have been increasing, and there's been a significant loss of life and harmful effects to society and the economy, and obviously, most importantly, to the individuals. We identified a number of challenges in the federal government's response, such as the need for greater leadership and coordination of the national effort, strategic guidance that fulfills all the various statutory requirements. Congress has really stepped up and put in place a good statutory set of responses to this and more effective implementation and monitoring in order to get on top of the national crisis of drug misuse. And did anything come off our list this year? We took uh, one off the high-risk list, and it's actually been on there for a a very long time. And this is Department of Defense, DOD's support infrastructure came off the high-risk list. DOD has more efficiently used its lease space, reduced its infrastructure footprint, improved its use of installation agreements, and reduced its base support costs. And reportedly, that's been by millions of dollars, and so that's a big deal. Now, the fact that something comes off the high-risk list, it doesn't mean all the risk goes away. It just means, in our view, it's being effectively managed by the owning agencies, and it doesn't mean that GAO goes away. We'll continue to monitor and be doing evaluations and audits of, of DOD's efforts, just like we do with every other area that comes off the high-risk list. So we'll be continuing to pay attention to this area. So it sounds like there are a number of areas that we will see again on our 2021 high-risk update, but that COVID-19 and other national challenges have added to this list. Chris, what happens as a result of adding something to the high-risk list? We have found right from the very beginning of the high-risk program, back when we started in the early 1990s, that each incoming Congress uses the high-risk program to help inform its oversight and legislative agendas. We want the high-risk list to be useful to Congress, 
useful to agencies, useful to the top of the executive branch in order to really pinpoint those areas across government that are in most need of attention to improve the health and security and well-being of the American people and to save very often tens of millions or even billions of dollars. So, for example, just in terms of the savings, for the last 15 years, we totaled about $575 billion or an average of $38 billion a year in financial accomplishments in addressing high-risk issues. Since our last update in 2019, uh, we recorded over $225 billion in financial benefits. And so there are huge improvements in savings that can be achieved through addressing high-risk issues. This often requires, obviously, very dedicated efforts on the part of the executive branch, continuing oversight on the part of the Congress, and in some cases, statutory changes on on the part of the Congress as well. So we do a high-risk update every two years. Why not every four years with a new administration or every year when we have new findings? First, the two years rather than four, is that we do it with each new Congress coming in. And that's usually the time when they are most likely to take a step back and and think about what is going to be their big oversight issues, what's the agenda that they're going to want to look at. There's going to be a lot of things, obviously, that will come at them that will be unplanned, but there are some things that they can clearly plan to really make progress on. Why not every year or or more often? Each of these high-risk issues is subject to continuing oversight and audits by GAO teams, so their report that are coming out all the time on every single high-risk issue. So the high-risk report is just our opportunity with each new Congress to step back and pull it all together in, in one place. If we see an issue out of cycle that deserves to be on the high-risk list, we put it on the high-risk list, the situation with the drugs misuse. In this case, we announced months ago that we were going to be putting it on the high-risk list because it was an issue at that point. We have a couple of other issues in the report that we say that we're monitoring that may be on the the high-risk list, subject to how some of the ongoing work ends up. So with that said, and given everything that Congress and the nation is facing right now, it seems like this year's high-risk update is special. Yes. It's special, and the reason we kind of pitch the money is that they are looking for every dime that they can get. It's just so important for them. None of this is going to solve their long-term problem, but if they can get an extra $38 billion a year through addressing high-risk problems, that begins to fund a cabinet department. That's real money. That could be freed up for the COVID-19 response. And then, as you said, it's important this year because with small business, SBA, it is a directly a COVID-related issue. Other than other issues, and we have the discussed all throughout the report are COVID influenced. You know, everything from strategic human capital management, which, you know, worries about making sure that we have people with the right skills in order to address COVID and other issues. You know, all of them are kind of bathed in the in the light of, of the COVID crisis. And last question, Chris, what's the bottom line of this year's high-risk update? The bottom line of this year's high-risk update is that we found that uh, most of the ratings for the high-risk areas have remained unchanged. And in fact, some of them regressed. Now, some of them did improve. We think that uh, overall that there needs to be much more attention and top leadership attention to these high-risk areas. Some of them have, have been on there, as I mentioned, for quite a long period of time. They're hard issues, and so they're, they're not going to be addressed easily or quickly. But there needs to be more attention, better action plans put in place, better monitoring of those action plans and demonstrable results that we get from those in order to continue to make achievements. Much more needs to be done. That was Managing Director Chris Mim talking about GEO's 2021 high-risk update. Thank you for your time, Chris. Thank you. And thank you for listening to the Watchdog Report. To hear more podcasts, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and make sure you leave a rating and review to let others know about the work we're doing. For more from the Congressional Watchdog, the U.S. Government Accountability Office, 
visit us at gao.gov. <laughs>